0: Hello and welcome to the creative christians chat show i'm brendan conboy the dog in the pod this show is bursting with creative stories ideas and inspiration with a christian perspective so let's get on with the show Once again, I've got another special guest with me. Uh, she's a British Nigerian who lives in the UK. She's she's an English teacher, a literature teacher, and an RE teacher. She loves teaching, obviously. Uh, she's an <laughs> author of six books, six books, yeah. and she's a regular blogger. I love reading her blogs, actually. Um, Sophia Anyamwu. I hope I say your name right. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Great. For regular- I should have checked beforehand, but yeah, Sophia Aniyangwu. Um, we're, we're Facebook friends, aren't we?
1: Yes, we're Facebook friends. Yes, you got the name right. Yeah. Thank you.
0: And how did we become Facebook friends? Can you remember?
1: Yes, I think it was when you came in and joined in as a member of the Association of Christian Writers. Yeah. And that's when you came in as well. And then... There was a time you really, really wanted to know if you could come into a church and present your program and your talents. And then we really became closer like that. Yeah. And I think we also belong to other um, Christian groups as well, you know? Yeah. Exactly. yeah.
0: Yeah. I belong to loads of Christian groups and the, the association. Yes, yes. I, I always say the Association of Christian Writers is one of the best groups I belong to. It's such a family of writers, isn't it? Yeah, correct. I, yeah. I
1: find I find it that way as well.
0: Yeah, if there's any Christian writers listening to this and you're not a member of the Association of Christian Writers, as a plug for, for the ACW. Get and join now or just get on the Facebook page and,
1: exactly. and
0: chat to Christian writers. That's how I met Sophia. So uh, we're, we're in a series called Creative in Brokenness. And, uh, you know, I've... I was just saying before we started recording that uh, I'm I'm humbled and honoured, really, by some of the stories that people have told me. And, and some of the stories have actually moved me to tears. Um, mm-hmm. There is so much brokenness. And if we're honest, every one of us yes. is broken. And if we're also honest, we as Christians, we're made in, in God's image, aren't we? As the creator That's of the, the world, words. he made us. And, mm-hmm. and therefore, we're all creative. So creative in brokenness is a real, it's an important subject, Um, and we're going to be talking about that again today. Um, Before we do that, let's let's just have a quick prayer, because it can be a tough subject. So... Lord, I thank you for Sophia and, the, and her willingness to come on here and share her story with, with not just with me, but with whoever may be listening to this podcast, Lord. And it's important that people hear each other's stories. It's important that um, that we tell stories. Uh, You gave us our stories to be told, and I thank you for Sophia's story that she's about to tell us. And and even though she's been through some difficult times, there's creativity that's come out of it as well. So I thank you for for, uh, what you are doing in her and through her. And I pray, Lord, that everybody she comes into contact with will see you in everything that she does. I pray that in your name, Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Right.
0: So it's the Creative Christian Chat Show. So what does it mean to you, Sophia, to be a Christian?
1: Uh, it just means that I live a life of faith that God has led me to, to enjoy his peace and the blessings he has for me. It's quite, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very, very wonderful adventure. So it's actually, to, to be a Christian is just to have the kind of like mind of Christ. And to be like-minded like him, emulate like him, to want to be like him and just enjoy the blessings he has for me as his daughter.
0: Yes. I like that word adventure that you use there. Uh, <laughs> yes. Liz Carter, I'll, I'll be uh, chatting to him her in a few days' yes. time and she's got a website called The Great Adventure. And she, oh, that's the way yes. she looks at her yes. life. Yeah, that's And God has given us a great adventure. But what is, has what is being a Christian... What difference does it make in your creativity? Why is it so important?
1: Uh, It's very important because creativity, when people, as a writer, you know, it enables people to, to believe in God, to believe in his promises, to believe in prayers. And for me, it has been like that. It has really helped me because I can... Relates with a lot of things, and when I write my stories about what may have happened in my life, what has happened in the past, my family, it makes all the difference It's real because yeah. I'm talking from you know a real experience, so it makes my writing more realistic, more touching because it's real, you know it's real, and it's the easier to write yeah because I don't have to dream up names I don't have to. I don't have to fantasize it's real get it
0: yes yeah i like that word real that we chatted you <laughs> you you posted a, bo- a blog recently about mm. being real didn't you and uh, yes. it it received quite a lot of attention that blog um yes. and uh, people need to be real don't they yes. sometimes we see people pretending to be something that they're not and yes and you don't do that and that's what i love about you so <laughs> yeah um so you you were actually born in the u k yes uh but at the age of two yes you went back you went to nigeria
1: what yeah with my yeah what what what
0: how did that happen why did that
1: come about because um it happened because my my parents when they came here to the u k in the sixties um uh, whatever my parents came for to do they came to my father then was working for the British Embassy at the time for the Nigerian office here in Britain. Right. So when his um, tenure was over, he had to go back to Nigeria with his family. I was okay. two at the time. Yes.
0: Right. Okay. And then you came back to the UK at some point later.
1: Yes, I came back to the UK in two thousand and three. Yes, as it's
0: been here yes. quite a while.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: nineteen years. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. So you obviously like it here and, and you, yes. you, you're based here, aren't you? So yes. let's talk about brokenness and, yes. and uh, what what would you like to tell us about your journey what you've been through with the, the yes. things that you, you've it's been a through encor- a few different things, haven't you?
1: Yeah, it's a very encouraging um Johnny. when people think of brokenness it's not only sickness it's not only abuse and um, you know a, a lot of things constitute brokenness in my own case i think a very good example would be what happened to the egypt to the jews to the israelites when they were in egypt as slaves to them they saw egypt as the you know it was, they were they were like broken people you know being in egypt they were slaves They wondered if God had forgotten them and all that. And so that was my experience in Nigeria at a time when the government was not not doing its best for its people and people like me were caught up in the system. I was a teacher then and my husband too was a teacher and they stopped paying salaries. We had our children living with us. We had um, extended family members living with us. And I remember that there were times when there was not even just a penny in the house. So I know what it is like to give the children the food. We had to sell our clothes and shoes just to get money to buy food. We had to go to the farm and farm just to able to put food on the table. I know what it is like to go and ask and ask people, please, can you give me this? Can you give me that? It's not a very nice thing, but that is what happens when one is forced. It's different from poverty because we are are graduates. Myself and my husband were teachers in the school, but the country had come to such a situation that salaries were not being paid and you had children. So sometimes anywhere I find that people are doing parties or occasions, I quickly gather the children because they were eat there at least. You know, it was it it went on for years. It reached a stage where I didn't have to buy tooth, we don't have to buy toothpaste, soap, we just had to rely on chewing stick yeah. or ashes to wash plates. It was when I talk of when everything was taken from people like us in the country, then it was just God that had my um Wait, prayer. Yeah,
0: yeah, you were still working. Were you still working? we were still and, working, and, but the government and, and, will not pay salaries. But, but, but not getting paid. Wow. We will not
1: get paid. Yeah. So some of my stories I will write about these things. You know, I write poems and no salary. What do we do? My husband would go and turn this car into a taxi, go around. I sold my puppies. I sold my kittens. There was nothing I didn't do, just to try and make sure that. You know, and it was terrible because, you know, we had little children with us. We had my mother-in-law with us. We had a lot of people who, whose situations were worse than mine. They came to live with us in the house. We could be about 12 people in the house. And I will not forget that those were days when I knew that God was so good. It was like going coming here was like coming to the promised land. <laughs> Because, yes, because I learned how to sell off all my clothes, I learned how to make pillow. I would get an old um pillowcase and stuff in old children's clothes and stuff like that. It was I mean, it's difficult to imagine what life was at the time. Right. very, very difficult. We just don't buy things. it was only for food. If any money came, it was just to buy food, nothing like cream and toothpaste and all the luxuries people enjoy, nothing like that, you know? You had to look for whatever to just use, you know? You just, you just had to use um, a chain stick to clean your teeth. You had to make use of ashes to or whatever to, you know, um, to wash your plates, use firewood to cook your food. And life was very, very hard, but somehow, God is so faithful because there are, many, there are many people I know when they face this kind of situation, they start doing bad things or they, they break up with their, their marriage, breaks down or lots of things happen. Yeah. But God was so good. The way he handled my husband, handled myself, whatever we had, beans was the cheapest food we were, we were able to afford at the time. We could eat it almost uh, three times a day for the children. And I and my husband, because we are adult people, we just eat once a day, and sometimes we just keep a meal for a day or two like that. I mean, it's as I'm talking about it now. It's my first time saying it openly. I don't know how we survived that period. How did you? Know.
0: How did you manage to escape? Because that's the word I use. Escape. What you lived yes. in was a oppres- an oppressive society. Yes. You lived yes. in. I mean, we talk about poverty in this country, but what you've just described. As poverty is more than poverty, you were being it's treated as you were being treated as slaves by yes. the government, yes. uh, and you and you just had to scrape by however you could. How on that earth is... did you manage to escape from that?
1: Now God is very good because there wasn't any salary being paid at the time. There's something that is called unsusu. Let me. I will use an English word to describe it. What happens is that people, I, they, I joined a group where people will say, okay, um, we have 12 people here. And each month, when it's your turn, pick up a number. I, and then when it's your turn, you will pay the group. Um, you give out your own 5,000. I, I can't explain it. But it's such a, a situation that people get together, pick up a number. And every month, You contribute money, no matter how small. We all agree on an amount. At that time, it was a very small money, but I I kept to that, you know. So I did three things. I went to a friend in church and I said, look, I'm I'm having my faith in God. I'm going to try and, because I was born in this country, I'm going to try and apply for my British citizenship. And then when I get to UK and I get a good job, I will pay you back the money. So I got a friend to borrow me some money. I have siblings in this country. They also helped. I have a brother and a sister. They also sent me some money down. And also what else? And that contribution from, from friends and all that. So God is good. That was how I was able to pay for my tickets to come to this country. And my family stayed behind for a year first. Whilst I went there and I came here, did some work, and you know, gradually went down to pick them up one by one. So, you no, know, that's it, really. That's
0: incredible. That you that know, what you described, God. which what you this is
1: like a promised land. Like yeah, different life is good. <laughs> I
0: can see it is what yes. you de- what you <laughs> described there of everybody chipping in and and playing a part in in a group. Uh, I, I think what you refer, what you're describing there, is what we would call a, a mutual society. Uh, and yes. it's a it's a group yes. of people that all club together and 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 sort of try and yes. try and survive and and pay in a little bit and and make that's things it. happen. And it's really the way that the early church was based as well. So uh-huh.
1: that's that the, true, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's the model exactly. of the
0: early church. So
1: that is correct. That's <laughs>
0: incredible that that model actually helped you to escape poverty and and, exactly. and come back to the UK. So, but you've been through other struggles as well, haven't you?
1: Yes, of course.
0: Yeah.
1: There have been other struggles like, you know, sometimes when you lose a job or you lose a course you're doing, there are other struggles, not just necessarily financial, you know. Um, maybe losing, have I lost a loved one? Yes, I lost my first, um not my first grandkid, no. I've lost a grandchild. I've lost, you know. Wow. Lost my parents. There have been other struggles, but God has always been there for me, really. Mm. God has always been there. because. How how did you
0: lose your grandchild?
1: uh, My son, the first child, my first son, uh, I don't know what happened to the baby in the stomach. I think the cord got around the neck or something. But that child, after it came out, and after a week it died, you know? A little girl. That was very sad, wasn't it? Very, very sad. Yeah. So that was, well, look at how time flies. Today, my son has three kids two boys, <laughs> two girls, and a boy, you know? Yeah. That was then, that was then, that was around 2016 or so, you know? Yeah. God has a way of using time to heal people. And I've come to realize that, you know, pain is pain. And even the, the, the loss of a loved pets. Some of my stories where I talk about a dog called Teddy Boy, you know, and, and some other pets I've lost. I'm still going to write stories about them individually. I've already done one, I'll write about them. Yeah. It can be very painful, it can be very painful. And one thing about pain, it goes away. But if you take a pin, if I take a pin and prick you, 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 will, you will feel it, won't you? Yeah. You will feel it. Yeah. So that is how pain is. Yes, yeah. it's gone, but when you think about those things at times, yeah. you feel it. A lot of, a God lot, has a, a lot of Christians
0: us. can't understand the, that kind of loss, the loss of a pet. I can remember a, yes. a, a church leader, a, a, a church I was at, he couldn't understand when somebody's cat had died and they were grieving so much yes. uh, and they, they were no, I mean, they were in such loss, and he had no understanding of, of what this person was going through. Ah. Um, he owned he, his, his pet was a tortoise, and uh, it, understand. It, it just lived out it in painful. the garden. Yeah, and he had no connection with, 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 the, with the person's loss. Uh, you I, can have. Understand
1: why people can't. <laughs> I don't know why people can't understand because yeah. loss is loss, pain is pain.
0: Yeah, I've cried, I've cried for days yeah. at, at the loss of a pet. Um, yes. Yeah.
1: I've yeah. gone through that too before, you know, because this particular dog, yeah. um, her name was Bimbo. She was special. I mean, that's the way you can bring up your dog. It's like a human being, you know. She used to look after the house for us at night. She was just a member of the family, Yeah. you know. Yeah. And even though she couldn't talk, she could communicate with us. I always understood her, you know. And unfortunately, we lived in a village where people eat dogs, you know, at that time when I was a Nigerian. My dog Bimbo was pregnant and she was sitting in front of our doorstep, you know. I was yeah. in the house and, you know, I was even expecting a baby at the time, too. To mm-hmm. so cut a very long story short, before I knew what happened, I didn't even hear her backing. You know, there's something they call um, charms. There's right. something some of the locals use so that when they are approaching the animal, the animal feels drowsy and cannot cannot back or may not even see them. And that's exactly what happened. She did not really see them and she I didn't hear any I didn't hear her back. And the next thing I knew, when the house And then they came and they slaughtered her in front of our doorstep. Can you imagine that? It was very painful. By the time they they were crying, they came to tell me that your dog has been murdered. You know, it was very, very painful. But, you know, when I write stories about my pets, it it helps me. When I write poems about them, it helps me. You know, anything that has brought pain in my life. When I write, even when my mother died, I was not ready for my mother's death. Because she was a very energetic, strong woman. It was so sudden. And she died on the eve of my birthday. For a long time, for years, I was grieving. I could not celebrate birthdays because I I couldn't understand it. And one day, my pastor said, have you cried since your mother died? I said, no. Cry, cry. I don't know. I just started to cry. (laughs) I cried and cried. I felt better. And he gave me advice. Go and write. Go and write about your mom. Well, that's what I did. I poured out all my poems, everything. By great God's grace, I will soon publish them all out. But that is what creativity does in brokenness. Yeah. It, it's, it's a therapy. You you I mean, it helps you. I wrote and wrote. Ah, I wrote, you know. I yeah. felt better. I felt released. And, you know? e- and any form
0: yes. of creativity helps yes. helps your brokenness creativity yeah. helps your mental health uh, yes you know, it's, it's been proven and uh, with so many people struggling with mental health especially over the last two years you know there's an even bigger need for for us all to be creative um let's talk about you 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 mentioned um, losing your job just now uh, and uh, oh before we do that uh, let's this just go back about animals and pets, losing pets. Somebody yeah. listening to this might, might be thinking, what is this all about? You know, they might be thinking, I haven't got a penny to my name. You know, my my, my giants are huge. What I say to people is, everybody's giant is huge. Regardless yeah. of what it is, it's still yeah. a giant. We've all got giants to, to deal with. Those giants are our brokenness, yes. and 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 we need to fight those giants. Whether it's uh, a, a bereaved relative or bereaved, you know, yes. a dog that's died or a relative that's died, is still a giant. Yes. Losing your job is a huge giant, and and depending on how the circumstances of how you lose it, exactly. Can really, really affect you, and 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 sometimes can can lead to you feeling devalued yes. and worthless, and you're just not ever going to get another job. So, yes. so have you ever been in that situation?
1: Yes, I've been in that situation. It's still difficult to talk about. Really, it happened in 2017. And I believe that God allowed it to happen because if I didn't, if it hadn't happened, that June 2017, I wouldn't have started thinking of publishing my books. As soon as I left my job and I had nothing to do, something just said, "Go and start, um, get out all your manuscripts which you've been writing since 1979 in Nigeria, get them all out and start." And that was how my first book came out. Stories for younger generation came out that 2017. The next one, the confession came out in August 2017. I just started publishing them one by one with Author House. So the way the job uh, happened, I was a kind of um, I was a teaching assistant in a school in Plumstead, and I worked with children with Down syndromes. And I don't know. I think I don't know what really, really, really happened. But I was just being told that um, I don't carry out instructions. I'm not sure that it was a hearing issue, maybe I don't hear things properly. I don't know what happened, but then I had to face the head teacher, I had to face the disciplinary board and they had to tell me, but they said because they like me, I've been a nice lady. I should just call it a voluntary retirement. I should just go. And that is how I just left the school, no farewell, nothing. Ah, It was devastating because I love the kiddies. I love my job, but I don't know. It just happened like that. You know, I still haven't written any story about that yet. I will come to it one day. Yeah, I will. Yeah, still a sore point because I don't know what to say.
0: Yeah, these I have similar things and I haven't written about them. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> these things happen.
0: Yeah, I
1: jotted out a few things that day. I did, but when I visit it, I, you know, it's I thank God for what he has. You're sticking me out of that, of course. That was 2017. I have another job I'm doing right now. though It's part-time as well, too. And I've I've written stories, I've published books. And God used that moment for me to just get on with the publishing, getting my books out. I would not have thought about that. That was a step from the handwork of God for me to get my writing started. And then when I went to visit my son in Abu Dhabi, to go and chill it out a bit, that is how I got the job I am doing now. Right. Because a lady came there, she came to visit the baby. I, I went to visit my my grandkids there, and so a lady told me, "Look, that's a new opening." That's, you know, and God is wonderful, Brendan. God is good. Is. You're At right. the time, You're right. we don't understand. We cry. We woo.
0: But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when I when I write, I feel that God is giving me the words to write, uh, yes. and uh, mm-hmm. I always say that He's the author. I'm just the scribe, uh, and I get to put my name on the cover of the book. But uh, exactly. I, I honestly do feel that God gives me everything that, to write. Um
1: yes.
0: how do, is, do you? Is it the same with you?
1: Yes, I just write because I, like you said. I just think God is the one that gives me my inspiration. I don't plan. I'm like a I'm a pantser. I just write and write and write and write and write. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: what I do. A pantser. Yes. You fly by the seat of your pants. That's
1: right. That's as, right. as opposed
0: to a a planner who, who who plans. I'm a bit I'm I'm in the middle. So I'm a pantser.
1: Yes, okay. I sometimes do that. Yes, your life. Yes, (laughs) I plan
0: and I fly by. I know you fly by the seat of your pants because sometimes, um, yes, yeah. Yeah. On Nano you you were you were churning the words. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's
0: right. Yeah. So, where does that go? So, what you write about? mainly about relationship things don't you I think
1: yes yeah I'm a I'm a multi-genre author yeah I write all sorts of things I do fantasy historical writing relationships romance thrillers short stories poems you know yeah I do it all and then Christian fiction and very soon I'll publish my poems and publish my um biblical fiction biblical fantasy so I would say I'm a multi-genre author, and I just I write them all.
0: I, I always struggle with biblical fiction because it's like, no, the Bible's written in it, and then you, people come along and make up all these other bits. I know, but, <laughs> but yeah, I I think it's a good genre, but sometimes I struggle yes. with with what people are actually saying about a Bible character. But
1: yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> Yeah,
0: so we, we, we know that creativity is good for us. What would you say to somebody that needs a bit of encouraging to become creative?
1: Yes, they should. Especially if the person is a Christian, you know, God is the one that gives inspiration. They should start with poems. That's how I started. I start with short stories and just write just write you know because we have patterned after God's image He just spoke the word and the whole world came about you know so I've just also encourage people not to also rush like I did the first time um, there are a lot of um, um, a lot of um, educative and informative seminars and workshops so they should also, educate themselves, get better with their arts and talents and learn what they can, where they can get things done properly. You know, they should just get on with the writing, but it's good to also be very careful and do the right things at the right way, you know, so that there'll be no mistakes, yes.
0: I like the way you said, just write. There's a, a saying, yeah. I can't remember who said it, uh, but uh, mm. it's basically... The water doesn't come out of the tap until you turn it on. Uh, and and that's, that's, what we, right. we, that's what we have to do with our writing. We have to turn the tap on. We yes. have to write that first word and sense. then see where it goes to. It's a bit like doodling. You put your pen on the paper and you <laughs> doodle away, but you doodle with words, don't you? <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Um, what haven't what I said that you, you need to say? What haven't we talked about?
1: Um, what the, we haven't talked about, oh, of course, I've only said I a well, I'm over 60. And sure. I've been writing since I was in the uni when I was around 19. So I've been writing since a century ago now, isn't it? I still writing in the 19th century. Is that right? (laughs) No, 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 no. 1979. Oh, that's the 20th century. Yeah. You started writing in
0: 1979 and you're 60 now?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: You don't look 60.
1: Thank you so much. (laughs) I thought about this question. I didn't know what to answer about that. I said, what can I, what have, what can be said about me? What can I say about myself that has not been said today? Like I'm a writer, I'm a grandma. I'm a, a drummer?
0: I, I, yeah. Oh, I missed the drummer a bit. I'm a drummer. No,
1: I said I'm a, a grandma, grandma. Oh, a grandma! Sorry! <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said a drummer. <laughs> uh, no, well, I'm a granddad as yes. well. So. And I love to play chess. I love to play chess.
0: Uh, right, uh, yeah, I, I used to
1: play chess.
0: I love yes. <laughs> I used to be a chess addict. Hey,
1: <laughs> Interesting! Yeah. We should get to play one of these days. You <laughs>
0: haven't played for years. <laughs> yeah. I no, that's
1: something you forget.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so what's next? What's your creative goals? What's your future? What what
1: what what yes. is your
0: vision? What's God's vision. vision for your life? Next?
1: My vision now is to I have a lot of unpublished um, manuscripts. I want to get them published. Yeah. And because of the problem of finding a good editor, finding a good, um, you know, I don't want to self-publish. And sometimes I want to self-publish. So that, that confusion is there. I have almost several manuscripts waiting to be published, you know? So I'm thinking, do I go um, in grass parks? Do I go self-editing? Or do I go, you know, do I go to Fiverr? I'm still there, still trying to, you know. So that is my next steps to get my works all published. By the grace of God, this year twenty twenty two.
0: You're spoiled for choice, there, aren't you? Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I've self edited eight books now, uh, ah, uh, that's and it's uh, my, my my first book was hybrid, and um, and I got ripped off, and and uh, yes. not only ripped off, but the person that I used went out of business, so I had to start all over again, and so. I That's from that moment on. I went self-publishing. Yes, Uh, I think me too. Yeah, and uh, good. Yeah, and I control everything. And so (laughs) you, you, yeah, you need to find. You need to find the way you want to do it and get on. Do it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to pray for you. Um, We're going to wrap this up and. Uh, okay. we You've been. Uh, I've, I've been chatting to Sophia and Yawu on the Creative yes. Christian Chat Show, and um, it's been great. It's been great to find yes. out more. Can I about you? where
1: people can find me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I never. People are
1: looking for me. They can find me on Goodreads. Oh, yes, find. you. <laughs> Sorry, Goodreads. <laughs> yeah, Goodreads, Amazon. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.
0: And your website?
1: And my website is is www.olushola.sophiaanyanwu.com.
0: But if you just put in what I found, how I find you, it's so easy to find you. Just put your name in, Sophia Anyanwu, and your website yes. com- comes up at the top of the, the first yes. page. Yes. Well, that's
1: great. That's right. <laughs>
0: that's the great. Website, yes. Yeah, so that's the easiest yes. way to find you.
1: Yes, correct.
0: I pray for you. Laura, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for Sophia, for her her journey, her story, her life that, that you've been part of, that you've poured your life into you poured life into her lord you've you've taken her through some really difficult struggles and dark times and you've brought her out of that darkness into light lord you are the light and i pray lord that you will continue to shine your light into sophia's life lord that you will show her your path lord your Your word says that you make a a clear, straight path in the wilderness and you shine a lamp on that path for us to to follow. And I just pray that now for for Sophia, that she will know clearly what to do to bring out those other manuscripts, those other writings that are waiting to be exposed to the the public. Thank you, Lord, for all that she's written and and for the the way that it uh, touches people's lives and changes people's lives. Lord, I pray that you'll continue to use her and bless her and bless her family. In your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today don't forget to share this podcast with your friends i'm brendan conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work follow me also on facebook twitter instagram and youtube for now though god bless and goodbye